We are 60 minutes into the preseason for the Winnipeg Jets, and already we have some fun things to talk about, some interesting insights, and some signs of very interesting potential for this Jets roster as we head into the 2023-24 season. All coming right up on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, Jets fans, and welcome to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. Doing so is always free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. But more than anything, we just love and appreciate your support. Like I said, we're, uh, you know, just about 60 minutes into, uh, well, actually a little bit longer than 60 minutes because we had some overtime and and a shootout. But, you know, 65, 67 odd minutes into uh, Winnipeg's start to the season, right? Preseason against the Edmonton Oilers, a fun set of split squad games, uh, the second of which will actually be later today. This first one, you know, the, the Jets kind of rolled out their not necessarily B lineup, but I think you would say um, for both the Oilers and the Jets, it was a more depth and prospect heavy uh, rotation, right? A couple of veterans here and there, and I think the, the veterans that we did have were very intriguing, but as you could tell, it was mostly um, an early game where, you know, the, the biggest stars were still uh, waiting to pop in maybe later today or in a, you know another preseason game this week. So, yeah, what would you expect coming out of this? Well, I think you were hoping for some continuity between uh, Penticton and some of the young kids who had a few standout opportunities. Maybe you hoped that there was some, some chemistry. And I think in this game, the Jets showcased a couple of interesting traits, right? I think for one thing, the passing was relatively good. Uh, you know, the, the Jets' blue line was a lot more mobile than it was last year because you had guys like Chisholm and Heinola, you know, working alongside DeMello and Schmidt. Tyrell Bauer, who I think didn't have maybe the best camp, actually had a very solid game. I thought that his uh, breakout passes here and there were pretty nice. I think he used his size and physicality well. Um, you know, he had less of the defensive read errors that he had in the previous showings, and I thought he did pretty decently alongside Dylan. In fact, there were moments where he actually made better plays than Dylan did, which, you know, for the veterans is uh, maybe maybe not the best. I think they're shaking off some of the rust and getting back into shape, but at least for the kids, right, they're all looking to make a really big showing. And this was a game in which a lot of the prospects really led the way, or at least not just the prospects, but even some of the younger uh, returning players. We'll talk about some of those guys more specifically later, But one of the big early things that I think I can suggest is that Perfetti looks like he's really going to enjoy being a center. I think that there's a lot to like in this game. I think that transition should be very smooth. And his performance alongside Niederreiter and Jeff Malott looked to be about what we expected. A kid who's super smart on the ice, knows where he needs to be, 
gets himself into dangerous positions, and is just a genuine creative force that can expand the scope of the ice when he's playing down the middle. Not that he's bad as a winger, but I think we all know that when you when you have the vision and spatial awareness and passing that Perfetti does, it's a waste to have him use it on the wing, right? When you sort of narrow the cone of vision, you reduce the amount of the ice that he can actually pass to and make use of. And honestly, because his skating is like not the fastest, it's just better to have him down the middle where he can use both flanks and really make use of that extra area to kind of be um, more of a distributor than a guy who's a transition expert. So you slap a, you know, Nikolai Ehlers or something to the other wing, and I think you're going to be cooking with gas. This is a trio that has a lot of potential um, and something that I think Jets fans should legitimately be excited about. Uh, also of note, I, I thought the, the goaltending from Colin Delia was pretty nice, right? Um, he's not going to be one of the standouts that I necessarily talk about just because, you know, Delia for the most part is more goaltending insurance. But for a game like this where Delia actually had some really dangerous stuff down low and was occasionally forced to uh, really flop around in the crease because the Jets were a little bit chaotic here and there. I thought that he answered the bell well. He earned uh, the first star of the night and had a really strong performance in that that ended up helping the Jets to get a 2-1 victory. But, you know, on the whole, this game was actually pretty fun, right? There were stretches where the Jets kind of got hemmed in their own zone. Uh, they had a few opportunities where they did give the, the Oilers some pretty good looks, and it was maybe a little bit of good fortune that Edmonton didn't connect or maybe a, a last-ditch block. But overall, you know, for like your first preseason action, it was enjoyable. I think that's the most positive thing I can say about it. I think it was fun to watch. I think that we saw some really good standout performances from some of Winnipeg's younger players and prospects, and uh, the veterans are obviously kind of still getting up to speed. You could tell that most of them were very rusty, but there were some players like Dylan DeMello who I thought were very assured, very confident, and looked like they really hadn't missed a beat. So that's always good to see. Adam Lowry seemed to enjoy himself as, uh, you know, the newly minted captain. He was kind of a wrecking ball out there, introducing some of the younger Edmonton players to his particular brand of hockey. I thought that, you know, generally speaking, this team made some really good passing plays. Uh, offensively, I thought that, you know, when I saw the power play, I liked some of the ways that the Jets were using um, both flanks and then kind of stretching the PK diamond and creating good, you know, good shooting lanes and stuff. They didn't always get shots off for these opportunities, but I thought, you know, the special teams looked pretty decent. Uh, the PK was maybe less decent, but I mean, it is what it is. You know, the, you're, you're going to have some moments where in preseason, maybe you don't quite look as strong as you normally would. And obviously using more backup players, I think you can kind of tell um, that this team was definitely, you know, not, not one that the Jets are going to be icing at the start of the regular season. But Overall, you know, a fun game. I think if you're looking for an interesting little start to uh, this preseason, this was pretty positive for the Jets. Uh, Winnipeg, I think, has the potential to be really fun this year and could be really aggressive uh, offensively. But I think, you know, whether Bones will allow that is, is kind of a question mark. At least from this game, though, Winnipeg was super active. The stuff that I was talking about, about having the blue line support aggressively down low and along the walls, we actually saw a lot of that. And that, for me, 
is a really positive development. If you have better puck-moving blue liners and guys who can drop deep and who can offer offensive support for the forwards, that's what you want to make use of. Winnipeg really needs that, and I think it could go a long way this season to making the Jets' life a little bit easier. Uh, we saw how hard it was finishing last year. If they have extra bodies and, and players who can make good passes, take some good shots, all that stuff should help the Jets to open up space and find more finishing opportunities. So, a lot to like in this preseason game, even if it was very flawed. I mean, it is just preseason, so don't read too much into it. But at least from like a big philosophical high-level uh, set of ideas, the Jets looked fun. And I think that is as as positive an, an outlook and endorsement as I can possibly give. Now, individually, I think there were some really standout players uh, from a lot of the rookies and maybe even a few veterans that I think are really worth uh, shouting out. And we'll talk about those in just a moment. Before we go any further, though, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at Jace Medical. Every now and then, you you know, in life, you come across some really dangerous situations, stuff that you don't expect. Maybe you're abroad. Maybe you are uh, just traveling a short distance. But, you know, you, you come across something that you didn't expect, an accident, maybe some really bad weather. Well, everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected and dangerous, and that's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you've got medication somewhere on hand or that you have treatment available. We all know how uh, important and, and timely that having access to this stuff can be, and sometimes it really is the difference between life and death. And the Jace case offers five antibiotics that are treated for uh, or that are used for over 50 plus uh, infections. I mean, obviously, that's quite a number of different ones to choose from. And, you know, having the Jace case on hand is super convenient. And of course, they handle everything from the online evaluation of licensed um, pharmacies to ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. You can get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical by using my, uh, my code locked on at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Every day, thank you so much for rejoining us in tonight's episode as we dive into uh, the first early signs of Jets hockey from preseason. It was a fun game, a, a Jets 2-1 victory in a shootout. And like I said at the uh, start, there were some really good standout individual performances that I think are really worth uh, celebrating, right? The biggest one for me um, was Vili Heinola, and I know... Some of you are probably like, oh, I'm tired about hearing hearing Heinola. But I promise you, this game is one that should make you stand up and, and pay attention. Because, like, Billy was really confident, really assured, and really aggressive. And he did a lot of stuff that I think was really fun to see. Uh, the biggest value that you get out of Heinola is his puck-moving ability, right? His passing, his skating in possession, and his ability to get the puck up the ice and into dangerous areas was really on display. I thought that he was very active offensively. He was getting into dangerous shooting and passing lanes. He was jumping routes. He was all over the place cycling the puck. He made some really nifty passes. And then defensively, he wasn't half bad. I mean, he always looks very awkward defending. I think you'll notice that when he's like trying to win physical battles along the walls. It's not really a strong suit, right? With, with Heinola, it's kind of more about 
I would say impeding and interfering than it is uh, directly forcing really big turnovers and going for big hits. That's not his game. He's always been one of those players who delays the opponent enough to be an inconvenience and then maybe forces a turnover or waits for uh, somebody to come in and steal the puck. And that's that's how he tends to defend. It's not the prettiest and sometimes it doesn't work. But other times, you know, it's enough to uh, force the turnover. And then he calmly takes the puck, makes a great breakout pass and gets it back up the ice. That's always been how he plays. And I think he showed that off in really uh, stark fashion tonight in which he looked very, very active, very confident, very assured. And, you know, the Jets were just better for it. I thought that he had some really nice passing sequences on the power play at even strength. He was really good. This was honestly one of Heinle's strongest performances uh, at, at a more senior level than the AHL that we've seen from him. So if he does that this, you know, this preseason, I think the Jets have some real questions about having him on this roster because he, he's almost too good to keep benched for long. And I think if anyone is ready to really take the mantle of a, of a roster spot on the back end, it's got to be Villy. Likewise, I think Declan Chisholm also had a really strong game. Uh, he was doing the stuff that Chisholm is known for, which is just being really fun in transition, creating some good offensive looks, being very active in puck possession. I think he didn't have quite as assertive a game as Villy, but was still really noticeable, still really fun. And I think you can see some clear potential in him at some point if he is able to make the Jets. If, if nothing else, that's obvious that he can't be lost on waivers. He's a guy that I think the Jets would really kick themselves if they ended up missing out on him. Uh, Declan seems like he's got some real offensive chops. I think he could very much do a nice third pairing role and be really fun. And you know what? If you want to use him on the power play, I think he'd also be really good at that. He's shown all of the traits and tools to be a very effective puck mover. And uh, as he starts to acclimate to a higher level of hockey, I think he will probably be the kind of player who does well with the pressure and really starts to thrive. So he and Heinola, I think, really put on a show. Uh, it'd be nice if both Chisholm and Heinola could carve out roles with this team. But as it is right now, obviously the Jets would have to make some moves with the roster. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen with it yet. that yet. So we'll have to keep an eye on the defense. Um, I think that's still a bit of a work in progress, but hopefully the Jets can, you know, clear the logjam and give these kids an opportunity. Speaking of other kids who stood out, Cole Perfetti, like I said earlier, was really good at center. I think he had natural chemistry with Niederreiter. I think that he did exactly what we hoped he would, which was be uh, defensively responsible, make good passes, anticipate spacing gaps well. He just did all the stuff that you'd ask of a center, and he did it well. So I was very happy with that. It's good to see that it's a very smooth transition for him, and hopefully you know, the points start to, to, to show up this year uh, because he was already on a pretty good scoring uh, rate last year, but now if he adds a few more goals, that would be phenomenal. He also showed off some really silky mitts in the shootout, scoring the winner on a beautiful goal through Rodrigue. Uh, that was a fantastic, very deceptive move. And I almost didn't even see it because it happened in really an instant right around uh, the goalie going down and somehow Perfetti just sort of getting the, the puck past. Um, I think it might have been the right side. So great opportunity, great goal. And Perfetti showing that he really is one of the most skilled players on this team. Now, as far as the kid line is concerned, Zilkin, Lambert, and uh, Chiverkov, this trio was a lot of fun. Each player, I think, had some really uh, good standout moments individually. 
Jilliken did some really good work in transition and was active in keeping the puck cycling. Lambert had some really good scoring chances on his own. A uh, couple of moments where he turned the puck over a little bit uh, needlessly, but otherwise, you know, really fun game from him. And Chibrikov showed again that he's still very good in transition. I thought that he had some really good space creation. Um, you can tell that he, amongst that trio, probably has had, I would say, the most successful uh, pro stint so far. I think that Chibrikov really does have potential to become a really nice middle six player for the Jets. And uh, I don't think it'll take him long to make Winnipeg this roster. So keep an eye on Chibrikov for the future. Lambert looked confident too, and I think he'll uh, certainly be a player at some point in the near future. And Jilkin, yeah, he's going to be in Winnipeg's bottom six, and I think he's going to become a fan favorite before too long. So uh, really, all across the board, I think the kids all did well. Even Tyrell Bauer, who I always, you know, haven't always thought had the strongest game, really showed well. I thought that he, uh, after a rough first period, really settled down, was very calming and, and steady and used his physicality well. He's the kind of guy that I think Jets fans were hoping Logan Stanley would be. So, yeah, all in all, very positive. And I think all of this has left a more positive impression for me going forward than I might have anticipated. We'll talk about what sort of rising stock we can expect with the Jets and whether the rest of these games are going to live up to that in just a little bit. Before we go any further, I did want to shout out our friends and partners at FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's just $5 on anything you want, and you get $200 back in bonus bets, guaranteed. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. And yeah, let's be honest, if you were betting on the, the NFL this year, you already know it's been pretty chaotic. So having that little bit of extra insurance is pretty nice. If you've th been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than now. The app's super easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props to over uh, over-unders and so much more. If you're ready to get started and bet on the uh, Baltimore Ravens as Super Bowl champs, hint, hint, do it. <laughs> uh, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season in style. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everydayers, thank you so much for rejoining us on these closing thoughts of tonight's episode as we talk about rising stocks with the Jets. I actually think this team this year has a lot of potential to be very interesting. Uh, I've talked about it before. You know, I've mentioned that uh, pending how the Jets approach the next few months, Winnipeg really has an opportunity to really chase a playoff berth and be a fun, fun team. And I think in this preseason game, this early preseason action, we saw some shades of what the Jets could be with some alterations and the adjustments to how they approach uh, the regular season tactically. Because looking at the projected lineups for this year, obviously I think it was a little more risk averse. Um, just for the first, like, like there was a clear top six and a clear bottom six, right? And I think, you know, the way Bones had some of the training camp lines and stuff arranged, it, it was more on the defensive side for the bottom six, which is not necessarily the worst thing, but I think it's better when the Jets are more aggressive and favors uh, skill and, and forechecking ability over like a purely defensive approach, right? Uh, forechecking for the sake of forechecking and just owning the puck is nice at times, but I feel like last year 
um, when the Jets did this, they did sacrifice some real finishing talent, and that put the Jets behind the eight ball more often than not. So I think this year it'd be nicer if the Jets had more scoring depth, which with the Dubois trade, I think they're on the right path. I think we're seeing uh, more and more of that starting to show. Ayafalo, I thought, had a nice game uh, in his first Jets action, and most likely when we see Villardi later today, I think he'll have a really standout performance as well. Gabe should be super exciting. I think that he um, has the potential to be, you know, a 70 to 80 point player for the Jets. I think Winnipeg honestly isn't going to be giving that much up between him and Dubois. In fact, there's a chance that Velarde might even be better, you know, suited for the Jets, maybe more well-rounded, somebody who could potentially offer more defensive stability for a guy like Shifley and Connor, who, you know, those guys, as as fun as they are, we also know that they don't really defend. And so Velarde offering that more two-way presence while still being, you know, a 30 to, you know, 25, 30 goal scorer, I think would be phenomenal. That'd be a great fit for the Jets. I think Velarde should be a player who is going to become a fan favorite. I know I say that a lot about about a lot of guys, but I promise you, Velarde, big player with smooth skating and a great shot. I think all of that's going to win over fans. And I think Jets, uh, you know, Jets fans are in for a treat this year with some of these new additions. Um, and really, I'm, I'm just excited about this team in general. Like, even with the bad defense at times, uh, I still feel like I am looking forward to seeing some of the young kids make the roster. I think with a few trades, the Jets could get even more interesting, especially if they open up some roster spots for the youth. I think that would have a really positive impact on the fan base and honestly, my stocks for the season because we know that the forward grouping is pretty good. The defense, uh, if you add more of that injection of youth from guys like Declan Chisholm and and Vili Heinola, I think you're going to be looking at a much more ambitious, much more active group, which should make the Jets better to watch. and maybe even more competitive. I think this team has like serious potential to be a bit of a dangerous team in the West, maybe one that people are sleeping on right now. And obviously with the single, single injury or something to the top six, things get a little bit more questionable. But, you know, as it is right now on paper, full health, this team looks pretty decent. So, look, I'm excited for the Jets this year. I, I know that I always get bit in the butt whenever I say this but I do think Winnipeg has the potential to be really watchable. I think that they could be really entertaining. And uh, I I get the sense that this team is starting to put together some stuff for the future that Jets fans should be looking forward to. I think the young players like Perfetti, you know, moving into a more natural position down the middle and uh, the continued growth of Jokin, Lambert, Heinola, Chiprikov, Chisholm, Bauer, all of these players who could become really big role players for the Jets of the future it's nice to see them already finding success now amidst, you know, what is kind of a transition point for the Jets. So all I can say is I, I think the season could be the start of something good for the long term. I'm hoping that this is like the first stages that we see of what should be a new core taking shape, whether Shifley and Hellebuck are going to be part of it or not. At least in the meantime, we've got them. We've got an exciting group of young prospects, and I think there is more to come as the Jets start to add more and more talent to this team and hopefully picks up some really cool stuff in the upcoming draft. But let me know what you're thinking about this season. Are you excited? Are you kind of dreading it? Let me know in the comments below or at my social medias at HL Living Loco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. 
for tonight's show, though. That is all the time that we have. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Jets your first listen of the day every day. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for my thoughts on the second game against the Oilers and how some of our new arrivals like Gabe Velarde are doing in their first preseason action. But again, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to know when that video goes live. And as always, thanks for listening. Have a great night, and go Jets go.